0: Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for November 12, 2019. I'm teaching a series entitled Grace and Truth. This is the ninth week of this series. I trust that you've been enjoying this series thus far. And so, uh, the title of today's message is The Fruit of God's Spirit faith that overcomes the world. We're, te- we're dealing now with the fruit of the Holy Spirit, and one of the fruit of the Holy Spirit is faith, and we're going to learn today that our faith overcomes the world, that we get to overcome because Jesus already overcame. The foundational scriptures are John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17. The Bible says in John 1 and 14 that the word, Jesus, became flesh. He made his dwelling among us. We were able to behold his glory. It was the glory of the only begotten of the Father who came from the Father, and he was full of grace and truth. In verse 17, the Bible says that the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. And so the way that these two things are juxtaposed, the law and grace, it lends itself well to a compare and contrast. And so we did that in this series. We're comparing the law, living by a bunch of rules or to living by the grace that Jesus already provided. And so this is a different way of living, right? So I I lived law-based and now I'm living Holy Spirit-led based and it's completely different. So with that, we studied Galatians chapter three, chapter four, chapter five. In Galatians chapter five, we finally got to the fruit of the Holy Spirit. That's where we are today. Let me read that. Galatians chapter five, verses 22 and 23 from the passion translation reads, the fruit that is produced by the Holy Spirit who lives inside of you is love, is divine love. The fruit of the Holy Spirit is love. That's it. Love is not one of the nine. No, love is all of them. And then there are eight expressions of this love, right? Here are the eight expressions. Joy that overflows. Peace that subdues. Patience that endures. Kindness in action. A life full of virtue or good works. Faith. Here we go. Faith that prevails. That's what we're dealing with today. Gentleness of heart and strength of spirit. And never set your attention on the law above these things because these qualities are limitless. The law is limited these qualities, the Holy Spirit is limitless. So this morning, as you know, for the last few days we've been dealing with faith that prevails. And this morning, when I when I read that, faith that prevails, and I honestly don't know what I'm gonna, you know, every morning I get up, I don't know what I'm gonna say. So you know, the Holy Spirit just just tells me every day. So um, and, and oh, by the way, let me just pause by saying that I've been doing this now for 22 years. Today's word, and there's no way that I come up with this because. If I had to come up with something every day, I'm just not that creative. <laughs> if I had to come up with something every day, then I would be struggling. And and for 22 years, I have never once sat at the computer and be like, oh man, I don't have anything to say. Why? Because I did. This is not my word. This is God told me to do this. And since it's His will, it's His bill, He has to give me the words, and He has to perform the work, and He does, and He has, and He always will. All right. So anyway, as I'm as I was thinking about faith that prevails, and I'm like, okay. What do you want to say about faith that prevails? I thought about 1 John 5 and 4. And then once I did, then I thought about Matthew 16 and 33. So um, let's deal with those two this morning. So let me read for you these two verses that deal with the fact that we are exercising faith in in God's finished work. It's not that we're trying to obtain the victory, right? Because Jesus already obtained it for us. So that's what I'll deal with. This faith prevails because we're exercising faith in Jesus. So in Matthew 16 and, I'm sorry, John 16 and 33, the Bible says, Jesus said, I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. Now in this world, you're going to have trouble, but take heart. I've already overcome the world. He says, now in me, you're going to have peace. Now in this world, you're going to have trouble, but that's okay because I have already overcome Overcome the world. Jesus already overcame. Now we overcome because he already overcame. In 1 John 4, I mean, 1 John 5, verses 4 and 5, the Passion Bible translation reads, You see, every child of God overcomes the world. Are you a child of God? Guess what? You overcome the world. Every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So who are the conquerors defeating the world? Those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. If you believe that Jesus is the Son of God and you exercise faith, you overcome the world and you do this by faith. So what does this mean to you today? What does this mean to you today on this Tuesday morning? I have five things to share with you on this morning. Now, as I get into these five things about overcoming the world, I want you to rid your heart rid your mind of every distraction and focus in, tune in on what God is saying. There's a voice behind my voice. There's a word behind my word. Listen to the Holy Spirit through me. Ready? Here we go. Five things. Number one, the apostle John said, every child of God overcomes the world. Everyone. If you're a child of God, you overcome the world. Every child of God overcomes the world. He then went on to say, well, let me explain that this happens by faith. The victorious power that overcomes the world or that triumphs the world is, is faith. And it's not faith in, in what? It's faith in who? It's faith in Jesus. He goes on to say, who are the ones that, that overcome the world? Who are the conquerors? Who are the ones that defeat the world? Those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. If you believe that Jesus is the Son of God and you exercise faith in Jesus, you can have faith that overcomes the world because Jesus already overcame. So let me say it this way. God already overcame the world. He did he conquered this world. He did this through his son. So now the father extends the victory that Jesus obtained. He offers it freely to all of us, his children. He offers that victory to us by grace and we lay hold of that victory with our faith. So by faith, we're believing in what Jesus already provided. So we're not trying to make it happen. He already made it happen. We're just believing for it. We're not striving for it. Number two, Jesus conquered Satan, hell, and the grave, right? Jesus took the sting out of death and he robbed the grave of his victory. So Jesus already obtained victory over this world. Jesus got back. Jesus came to get us out of the mess that Adam got us into, and Jesus got back the authority that Adam lost in the Garden of Eden. So in Matthew 28 and 18, Jesus said, all authority in heaven and on the earth has been given unto me. Jesus went down into hell, took the keys back, right? And he ascended, and then he rode up into heaven. But before he left, he says, all authority for heaven and the earth has been given unto me. So, our faith does not obtain the victory because Jesus already obtained it for us. Our faith simply receives and maintains the victory Jesus already obtained for us. So, we're exercising faith in Jesus' finished work. Number three, when you are in Christ and Christ is in you, everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to you. And, and I've taught on this many, 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 many times. You are an heir and a joint heir with Jesus Christ. When you look at God's will, your name is listed right next to Jesus. You are an equal heir. You are a co heir with Jesus. Everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to you. Everything Jesus is is who you are. So, as you mature in faith, the goal is to be able to walk over to a mirror and look in the mirror and see Jesus. And you, to be able to say, as Jesus is, so am I in this world. You must be able to see yourself as one with the Father, even as Jesus was one with the Father. And that's what Jesus prayed for us in John 17. But since I'm talking about the fruit of the Holy Spirit, let me be clear. You will never be able to do this without the Holy Spirit. Because let me explain. Faith is a fruit of the Holy Spirit and you need the Holy Spirit to combat the thoughts that you're going to get from from this world and from yourself and from Satan. So let me explain. Um, This world will tell you that you're not good enough. (laughs) Listen, this world will definitely tell you that you're not good enough. Uh, And so... Uh, you know, I'm not going to get into all the reasons why, but I'm, I'm a Dominican kid from Brooklyn. I'm born of immigrant parents. My wife is actually immigrant. Uh, we're both minorities. So this world will tell you that you're not good enough, but the Holy Spirit will remind you that Jesus was good enough for you. Satan will tell you that what you did or what you failed to do has disqualified just that you disqualified from what God promised you. Satan will tell you, nope, God was going to do it, but now he's not going to do it anymore because of what you did or because of what you failed to do. You are disqualified. And then the Holy Spirit will remind you that you never qualified in the first place. And He'll, <laughs> the Holy Spirit will ask you the question, well, how, how can you disqualify yourself from something you never qualified for? Jesus qualified for you. The enemy will tell you that the situation that you're in right now, that is going to destroy you. And then the Holy Spirit will come and tell you, listen, how can this destroy you? Jesus already overcame it. And now you can overcome because he already overcame. My my point is that your faith can tap into and and, and lay hold of and access everything Jesus has already provided, but you're not going to be able to do this without the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit actually empowers you to walk and live by faith. We need the Holy Spirit to live by faith. Faith is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Number four, when the apostle John said, every child of God overcomes the world for our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world, the emphasis is on faith in God and not on us. See, the emphasis is on God and not on man. Man can overcome because Jesus already overcame. Our faith is simply tapping into the victory that Jesus already provided. So you're not trying to make something happen. He already made it happen. You're believing God to receive what's already done. And number five, and finally, when you live by faith, you're not striving to obtain the victory. Like you're not trying to make this thing happen by the sweat of your brow. No, Jesus already obtained the victory for us. So, and this victory is now offered to you. Everything that Jesus is, is who you are. And and this is freely offered to you. The victory that Jesus obtained is freely offered to you by grace, unearned, undeserved, unmerited. So now, if you really get a revelation of this, you understand that victory is your starting point, not your destination. Now, you're going from victory to victory, so it's also your destination, but it's your starting point. So I'm starting from a position of victory. I'm not trying to obtain the victory. Jesus already obtained it for me. So I'm starting from a position of victory. I'm praying from a position of victory. So it's my starting point and my destination. I'm going from victory to victory, to victory, to victory, to victory. And I'm doing this by faith. Okay, let me use Romans 1 and 17 uh, to explain. Because in Romans 1 and 17, the Bible talks about the just living by faith and us going from faith to faith and doing it by faith, right? So so as a believer, as a born-again believer, and you're exercising faith in what Jesus already provided, you're going from faith, starting point, to faith, destination. By faith, mode of transportation. So, faith is where I begin. So, I'm exercising faith in in the victory Jesus already provided. So, that's my starting point, right? I'm going from faith to faith. Okay. So, faith is my destination. And so, there's going to be another victory there waiting on me. So, I'm going from faith and victory to faith and victory. Starting point and destination faith, faith, victory, victory. And then, by faith, how am I going to get there? I'm going to do it by faith. And so, as I'm going, I'm exercising faith in the finished work of Jesus. So I'm going from faith to faith by faith. I'm going from victory to victory and I'm doing it, experiencing victory the whole time. This is how we're supposed to live Our faith accesses what God already provided. The only way you can lose is if you quit. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. You know why? If it doesn't look like I'm winning, it's because the battle is not over. I'm going from faith to faith by faith. I'm going from victory to victory. I'm experiencing victory as I do it because I'm not trying to make it happen. Jesus already already made it happen for me. My job is to simply walk out what Jesus has already provided. So I want you to lift up your voice and declare something over your own life. Say this, say, Father, I thank you for teaching me to walk and live by faith. By faith, I lay hold of what Jesus already provided. I live from faith. That's my starting point to faith. That's my destination and I do it by faith. That's my mode of transportation. I am committed to living by faith every second of every day. My faith does not create the victory. My faith simply taps into the victory you already provided. Jesus obtained the victory for me. My faith receives and maintains the victory Jesus obtained in this world. I overcome because you already overcame. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up and get the messages. There's a subscribe button. And if you click on that and put your email address, you're going to get all my messages, I mean, all my notes in your email inbox and you'll get it for free. So listen, go into this day, determine right now that you're going to walk and live by faith. You're going to have faith because you have the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit gives you the ability to live by faith. Faith is a fruit of the Holy Spirit, and you're not trying to make it happen. Jesus already made it happen for you. You simply receive and maintain what Jesus obtained for you. Do me a favor right now. Share this message on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends before you leave the screen. I love you, and God loves you. Walk in the blessing. God bless you.